Madrid podcast. I'm going out because I need to change my life. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Adam here from the Boulder Joke Podcast. Welcome to episode 72. I think it's 72. It could be 73. And today we're going to be asking the fundamental question. I want to get all you guys to ask yourself this question. Am I a little bitch? Right? Are you a little bitch? <laughs> it's, such, it's such a ridiculous question when you say it like that. But actually, this question has some tremendous context behind it. This is going to get real. Like, I feel like this is going to be one of those really inspirational potos where not that I've gone in thinking that I want to make it inspirational, just just by the nature of the question. Because let me give you guys context here. The guy that sent me this Instagram DM, shout out to the gram, Adui Tang, one, he's essentially sent me a full essay. Like he's gone to the extent of where he typed out like a full message. I'm not sure what app he used. I think it was like, uh, actually it looks like he's using an Android as well. So it could have been, I don't know. I don't know. But basically he sent me two screenshots of a full length question with his full context, everything that's going on in his life about him being a little bitch. And actually the title of the question or the title of his little thing he's given me here is called me equals little bitch. And so when I saw this, I was like, I have to honor this with a potto. Because, you know, I, you know, there's many different avenues. We could do a vlog. We could do some other type of thing. But when I read these questions, like there's so much to go on here. I'm going to constantly have to refer back to it. And that's where we're coming at this today. I haven't re- I've read through it once. And then I realized, well, I can't even prepare, even though I wanted to prepare for this. Because it's so deep. It's so rich. And if I wanted to, I don't know write down no I don't know I don't want to write notes I just want to give you guys my raw thoughts so yeah that's where we're coming in from today uh hope you guys are doing very well my for those of you that do follow me on the gram you would know that over the past few days I have been immobilized my right knee went full shablamo swelling after uh this freak kind of thing Saturday all right Saturday Arvo I was recording a pod over with old Mickey uh for his project he's he's starting up a new podcast himself and uh, I was very honored to be on uh, his episode, and that's going to be coming out, so make sure you guys hit us up on Instagram. That's mikel.k for him, and uitang1 for me. You guys get the drop on that when that comes out. We sat down for like an hour and 45 minutes. I just dropped fire. But I was sitting in this weird position anyway. It kind of bunched up my leg. I went and smacked the bag after that with Muay Thai. Something went swelling. It was like double the size the next day. Anyways, I've been icing. Physio says nothing's torn. I'm feeling good. There we go. Get that out of the way. If I didn't get out of the way, I just would have popped up some other point. And so, yeah, I, I, without further ado, let's just go. Let's go. There's, there's probably a whole bunch of other things I need to update you guys on, but fuck it. We're just going to dive straight into this because I'm so excited for this question. Also, the guy who sent it to me, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. It could be Steven. It could be Stefan. You know how people, they spell it differently. I'm calling him Stevs. He knows who he is. So let's begin. He says to me, question, well, the title, me equals little bitch, question. Hey, Adam, I'm going to try my best to keep this short and brief. I'm having trouble with meeting girls in general. I'm a 21-year-old average dude. My social skills are okay. I've been studying up on them for a while, reading some books on wisdom, and even took a door-to-door sales job to improve and test them. So even right there, but this is me talking now, that's like a big red flag to begin with when he says, I've been studying up on my social skills, and then semicolon, uh, reading some books of wisdom and taking a sales job to improve them. Now, I guess taking a sales job is not really the red flag, but whenever I hear someone say, yeah, I've been I've been learning about social dynamics by reading these books, and I'm like, no, you haven't. You've been learning about other people that learn about social dynamics who wrote about their experiences in a book. You don't learn shit. I've always said this, and I will continue to say this. You don't learn about what it means to interact with the masculine and feminine energy. You don't learn what it means to stand in front of a woman, an attractive woman that's just blowing your fucking mind, and to actually maintain your frame. Anything. Just give, pick one social dynamics key skill set. You don't learn any of that without actually doing the damn thing. Like You can listen to me speak about it day in after day out. There is 72 potos worth of content for you guys to go up on but none of it is you actually learning. It's giving you guys ideas. It's giving you guys perspective. It's giving you guys different angles to then go and attack this life in your own way, right? It's giving you guys all that, but it's not actually you learning what it means to improve your social dynamic skill set. So that's the first red flag that I see there, man. 
that we might come back to, but I wanted to pick it up because there's a lot of other things we wouldn't go into. So then he says, uh, continuing on what he says. Now, Adam, the thing is, I am in fact a little bitch. <laughs> it's so real. That's so real. I so appreciate the honesty. I am in fact a little bitch. I can create sexual tension in brackets. Thanks to you, it's helped me so much. I can't even tell you in brackets. I can flirt to a degree, but only because I'm an idiot and don't have a filter. Real. And I still, even after watching your great work for many years, in brackets now, I think I found you at 8K subs. Why the fuck you don't have more than you do now is beyond me. And brackets, uh, can't walk up to a woman in cold approach. So let me just rehash that. Even after years of watching my great work and for many, da da da, uh, I still can't walk up to a woman in cold approach. I work in a small clothes shop with some high-end girls who have taken interest in me, but it's on and off. They have a lot of feminine energy, and I do my best to embrace it with masculinity. So I do have social proof that I am not a complete weirdo. As of this year, I feel I'm becoming conscious of life and my being, and everything prior to that was just me being an organism reacting to my environment. Uh, so that that's the end of the first paragraph in his question, although there wasn't a lot of question there, so I think it's, it's going to keep going here. But that's just like the first thing. And even hearing him just say a few of those things, like, hold on a second. Hang on a second. Even when he says that I'm coming, becoming conscious of life and my being and just not being an organism reacting to my environment, shit, like I, I'm just hearing so many good, good things. So this guy's not a lost cause at all. Anyways, getting back to his uh, little old essay here. It then kind of gets separated into the next paragraph with a big in bold title that says, context of who I am if you choose to read. I had depression and anxiety as a teen, not many friends, so I tried to better myself. I went to the gym, I looked built, I worked on my speaking, in brackets, and it's still not great, in brackets, body language, mindset. As a matter of fact, it was only this January that I had my first night out and drank alcohol because I was saying yes to more experiences, in brackets, inspired by the book The Alchemist, thanks for the recommendation. Yeah, Alchemist is a fucking hype book if you haven't read it although I'm pretty sure everyone under the sun in personal development has read The Alchemist, and for good reason. It's an amazing book. Anyways, continuing on with his message here. I'm aware that I need to stop being a bitch and just do it, in brackets, cold approach, in brackets. I understand that, and I still won't. I'm also aware that I haven't exposed myself enough to find the right type of girls for me, as I've met a few, but due to circumstances, things couldn't go ahead, which is great, but I'm still alone, so dot, 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 dot. Okay, that's the end of that paragraph. Then the final paragraph here, he goes, TDLR. Now, I don't know what that means. I could have Googled it. Fuck it. I don't know what that means. I'm tempted to go too long, didn't read, but that should be TLDR, not TDLR. So whatever. Anyways, the final paragraph. I'm stuck in my mind. I need help, a push, something. I'm very open-minded. I wish, in capitals, I could express to you my mindset in a short and sweet way. I can't. So what I'll say is I've watched most of your YouTube, and I agree with pretty much most of what you say. I'm worried that I keep working on myself, and it's never good enough, and I fall into the trap of, if I could only be dot, 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 then I'll be better. I still do me. I have my ambitions, hobbies, and interests, but I want to be more. Adam, what I love about you is how raw you get if you choose to tackle this dude, even with all my lack of structure. I can't tell you how much it would mean. If you don't, genuinely, it's no worries at all. If you're a busy guy, it's whatever. I'll still be looking forward to the next potter. Okay. Holy shit. So like even just explaining the context almost has to bring me to reset the camera. Not quite. So it's like, where do we even begin with this? Well, I'm going to have to go back up because that's separated to two different messages. And let me just, I've got to get my thoughts around this. Like, I've got to, like, take some water here and just think about what he said here. And let's kind of just recap it. Get my fucking breath back together. So, what what we've got here, let's just kind of sum it up. What we've got here is a 21-year-old dude who's had anxiety, depression as a teen, and he's trying to better himself. He's on this journey. He's been following my content. So, even just... Some of the things that he said there, I know he knows a lot of things, at least the way I like to think about things. I like to go hard, like to go deep, like to go mindset first. Then tactics tend to wrap things up. And then if that's kind of like the macro of what I've just digested from all of that, now if we look at the micro of it, he's a guy that 
knows what he needs to do, but is not doing it. So he knows he needs to go out and meet new girls because that's his goal, right? And the title of this message was me equals little bitch, right? And that's what he's pretty much said is, and that's why I wanted to title this, are you a little bitch? And so we can start to unpack that first. I feel like that's the first thing we'll unpack is what does this little bitch thing mean? Like, what does that mean? What that means to me is that when you know you need to do something, but you're not doing it, that's when you're being a little bitch. So just think about it. Think about it in your life. Think about it in any area of your life, any area of your temple where there are bricks to be laid and you can see where the bricks are. It's like, it's not some mystery. You know, it's one thing if you've got this mystery as to you don't even know what you need to do. Like you don't even know what you don't know. Like you don't even know that, oh shit, there's this way of eating or there's this way of training or this way of meeting girls or this. And you don't even know that that's available to you. That's a different thing. But if you know about cold approach and you're not happy with your dating life, if you know about this world of social dynamics and being able to change yourself through this mode of transformation and you still aren't doing it, then that to me qualifies as, yeah, yeah, little bitch, right? Because what else is there to be said? There's nothing else to be said. Let me reset this camera. So that's my definition of what a little bitch is. Basically, you know what you need to do, but you don't have the courage to do so. So it's actually very simple in that way. You know, when I think about this question, it's actually quite binary. It's very black and white in the sense of you can have every excuse under the sun. Like Stevs, Stevs listening in here. You can have every excuse under the sun. You got, you gave me a context. You had depression. You had anxiety. That shit's real. I'm not degrading any of that. That is where a lot of my personal clients that have either come in through one-on-one Skype calls or have come in through boot camps, a lot of them come from that place. A lot of them come from that place of parents fucked them up. High school friends fucked them up. Primary school fucked Whatever, the depression, the anxiety. But at the end of the day, you're still going to wake up the same person tomorrow. Life doesn't change because of your excuses, your circumstances, your context, your reasoning. I, it helps for empathy. It helps to get people on side of you to make people feel for you, to make someone like me want to sit down here and drop thoughts, drop wisdom, drop knowledge. However, it doesn't actually change your life. And I have gone on this. I, if you do know my content as well as you say you do, then you should not be surprised by what I'm saying here, which is that, listen, you know that when, and let's make it real here. Let's make it real for everyone listening in, right? Stevs is walking down the street. He's walking down the street. He's on his way to get some coconut oil. He sees this absolute amazing girl. Like, it's just blowing his fucking mind. It's exactly his 10. Forget about what society has to say about it. It's his 10. She's, she's vibrating. She's emanating this feminine energy that just makes the masculine within you just go... It's that... It's that kind of... Holy shit, let's go. You get that... You get that feeling whenever you see a girl that just blows your mind. Everyone can relate. And you have a threshold to cross in that moment. Take yourself to that moment right there. There is a threshold to be crossed and it is either I do or I do not. I get it done or I don't get it done. And Stevs, and for every single guy listening out to this, going up to the girl that you're attracted to, right? That's just the first 1%. There is so much more for you to learn, so much more so much more mistakes, so many more mistakes, so many more things for you to fuck up, and you will never get to those lessons of fucking up and get to those lessons of mistakes if you don't take the first 1%. So this entire journey, like the entire, you want to call it the game, you want to call it pick up, fuck those terms, like that's not it, that's just labeling. What this is, is a journey of learning about yourself, a journey about self-cultivation, and that journey never really begins if you never cross that threshold of, well, I'm actually just going to take the first step. Because if you don't take the first step, this conversation ends here, right? Stevs, this conversation ends here. If you never actually man up, take the courage and go and do the thing. Now, now what's more interesting? Now, what's more interesting here is, okay, well, if it's really that simple, what's holding this guy back? Because he seems very self-aware. Stevs seems very self-aware. That message is one of the best messages I've ever received. It's so eloquently written out. It's so self-aware in, t- in terms of he's been able to analyze the fact the fact that you could even call yourself a little bitch, that requires the self-awareness to acknowledge the fact that you are, in fact, a little bitch. Now, that might seem rudimentary. That might seem very basic and straightforward. Like, oh, of course, Adam. 
But no, not oh, of course, Adam, because actually, most guys aren't willing to admit their bitchness. Most guys aren't willing to admit the fact that they've got something wrong with them. Most people, in fact, in general, aren't willing to admit the fact that they've got something within themselves that needs to be improved upon. Most people would rather push that weed to the back of their brainstem, let it fester, let it melt, let it kind of just marinate for years and years at a time and never addressing it. So the fact that Stevs here has actually been able to address that, you know, that tells to me that he's switched on to some degree. He's switched on to some degree that gives me hope for him and that he, that he does have within him the mechanism to change. And listen... All of us have that mechanism. All of us have that mechanism to enact change within our lives. It's just harder and easier for some and for others based on your circumstances, based on whether you had depression, based on whether you had anxiety coming up or you didn't. That's real. That's real. I didn't have depression or anxiety coming up through primary school or high school. So I'm sure that my, in, in regards to me being able to enact change in my life, maybe wasn't as difficult as this guy. But coming back to it, does it change anything? Fuck no. No, it doesn't. Life's going to be life. Your life's going to be your life. So this is what, now that we've kind of explained the bitchness, we've explained this guy's context and how it's really very kind of zero-sum game is either you do or you don't do. You either meet the girl or you don't meet the girl. Life either changes for you or it doesn't in that regard. What's more interesting now, what I want to dive into now is, Stevs, what's holding you back? What is it within you that's holding you back. And you got to keep it micro because otherwise this type of stuff, it gets a little too heady. It gets a little too sauna, kind of a little too humid, if you know what I mean, in the way that you want to think about it. So just ground yourself in that example I gave you before. You're walking down the aisle. You see that girl that's blowing your mind. She's absolutely blowing your mind. You know, without a doubt, it's not one of those situations where, oh, you know, this girl, she's okay. She's all right. Like she's a nice girl, but you know, it's just not going to take me out of my way. I'm still here on my coconut oil. Like my life would not, I'm not going to go home thinking, shit, I should have met that girl, right? I'm not talking about those type of girls. I'm talking about a girl that you know, holy fuck, I'm going to regret this for the rest of the day, the rest of the week. You take yourself into that scenario. You take yourself into that scenario right now. What is it within you that is stopping you from pulling the trigger? Now, where my mind goes is a million and one things to do with, okay, and let me just give you the main ones that could be fucking with you because I guess that's what the section of this pod is about and for those listening in is that it's self-diagnosis. You've got to get to the core of yourself and work out what is holding myself back because for every single one of you listening to this, it's going to be different. For everyone out there, it's going to be different. You know, are you more concerned with the old man next to you with the five pack of cherry tomatoes? Are you more worried about that old fucker hearing what you're going to say, hearing about maybe what you're going to do, what you're going to say, is he going to approve of what you're going to say? And then what about how she's going to react? What if she doesn't like it? What if she's got a boyfriend? What if she rejects me because of something that I fucked up? Maybe I came in, my 50 was well off. Maybe my 50, my intent was off, my eye contact was off, vocal projection was off, body language was off, vibe was off. Something within my 50% was off, which caused her to reject this action that I put forward. Fair enough. Life goes on, but what if this guy comes down on me for that? What, so that's that's one angle, because that's one of the biggest angles. And what am I describing there? What I'm describing there is a spotlight effect. And the reason why I always go with the spotlight effect as the first description of what could be fucking up here is because it was my biggest thing. The spotlight effect was the biggest thing for me that held me back. Right When I'm coming up on my journey, if you guys want to rewind back to 18 you know, 16 to 18 to 19 year old Adam, the reason why Adam wasn't going up to that girl when he was walking down the mall, walking up and down the mall for two hours at a time, seeing these girls he wants to meet, but he's not meeting them. What's that key for him? The key for him is that I just give way too much of a fuck about the person next to me. I give way too much of a fuck about that girl walking by, that old fucker walking by, the girl with the pamphlets outside the store that could potentially hear what I'm about to say and not like that. For whatever the reason may be, it could be just the fact that they laugh. You know, it could be that it could be there could be a white knight and that they're going to come up on me and say, how dare you? How dare you go up to this girl? How dare you impress your your uh, your confident masculine frame across this delicate, gentle girl who's just trying to live her life? <laughs> whatever the social justice warriors are trying to say, right? How dare you, you pig, uh, you, you, uh, you, what's the word? Not masochist, you, uh, uh, 
it starts with an M. Machauvinist, there you go, you machauvinist pig. That's what they like to say, the social justice warriors. You know, maybe you got fears about that. Maybe there's so you got all these different things. What about if those kids see me and I don't look cool? What if my friends see me that I don't look cool? What if someone bumps into me? There's a million different excuses that come into the spotlight effect, but at the end of the day, they don't mean shit. Because at the end of the day, you still didn't meet her, whether that's the reason. Now, bring it back to the shopping aisle, Stevs, right? Is it because you're worried about the old guy with the cherry tomatoes? Maybe it's not. Maybe, like, actually, maybe it's not that. Well, is it more to do with her? This is the next biggest thing. Are you just worried about how she's going to respond to you? Whether that's going to be both a negative or positive. Now, hang on a second, Adam. Why would I be worried if she responded to me positively? Well, maybe you don't, maybe you're afraid of that you don't know how to handle it. You know, I've, I've spoken to some guys, you know, they have the counter effect. They have the, they have the uh, success complex within their minds where they're afraid of success. They're afraid of the fact that, well, I just, what if, what, okay, let's say that I go up to this girl and it fucking goes down high, goes down real well, but then what do I do? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because it's the first time I'm meeting this girl. Okay, well, am I supposed to get her number after that? I've heard something about Adam saying you're supposed to go to instant date after that. Then, okay, if that works out, how the fuck am I supposed to do after that? Am I am I supposed to text her two hour, an hour later? Am I supposed to go on the day two a week later? What am I supposed to do? And then all of a sudden, you bury yourself in this success complex of, you don't even know what to do with the success and then that success that leads on from that success that leads on from that success. So fuck it. I'm not even going to try because I don't even know what to do after step one. Well, listen here, man. If that's what's going through your mind, none of that shit matters because whatever you think's going to happen, it's going to change. Whatever you thought was going to happen pre-meeting the girl, it's all going to change post and during meeting the girl because as I've always said, Right, the moment you make A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z changes. Let me reset this cam. So you can't get wrapped in that up either. If you're like thinking, "Holy shit, what am I gonna do when this happens? When that happens? When that happens?" Which is predicated on the fact that you think you're gonna be successful, which, quite frankly, is very arrogant. <laughs> it's extremely arrogant to think that it's gonna go down well when you have very little experience at all. You know, it's like uh, for a long time. Let me drop you guys a little story, a little thing here. For the longest of time, when I was first coming up and I really started learning and really started committing myself to this at that 19-year-old age, when I finally said, fuck it, beanbag moment, and went out on that 30-day challenge, a lot of my mentality to begin with was, well, let's see how hard I can fuck this up. You know, a lot of guys are just so anti-making mistakes that that, in fact, is a mistake, right? The moment you try and go about this journey with the least amount of mistakes that's when you start making the most amount of mistakes because your tiptoeing on this glass is going to lead you. It's like, it's like you're tiptoeing around glass, but what you don't realize is that you're going to actually tiptoe yourself into this giant chasm of 50 foot pieces of glass. Like while you think, oh, let me get around this, let me get around that. What you don't see because you're blind is that, oh, you're actually walking into this chasm, this absolute grand canyon filled with gigantic pieces of glass. And what that is to say is that Trying to not make mistakes is the mistake. You do not learn without fucking it up. So maybe Stevs, maybe you're not got this uh, success complex and maybe it's just that you're just anti-mistake, right? You just don't want to fuck up. I get it. I get it. You don't want to look bad, whether it's to her or to yourself, or maybe it's to others, but you just don't want to make mistakes in general. I've spoken to a lot of guys that have that type of thing going on in their minds. And listen, this is what I have to say to those of you that think you can get through life. This is what I have to say to those of you that think you can get through life without making mistakes. Go home. Go home. If you're going to step out into this world and going to say, yo, what up, life? Bring me the success. Bring me the freedom. Bring me everything that I wish to see in this life. But, but without any fucking mistakes, then you're going to get a very rude awakening. It's going to be a straight slap to the face because who? Tell me someone. Tell me anyone. Drop me any name of any successful person. That has gone through this life without a cascade of mistakes, without an absolute catalog. Like just, just go to anyone successful and say, hey man, list me off the top five mistakes. He'll say, have you got 10 hours? Because we're going to make that five, add an extra five zeros to that five. Oh, actually, we've got an endless catalog of mistakes because that's how it goes. You can't go through anything in life, no journey in life, none, none, like there is none. 
that's just like a prerequisite to success is that you got to fail your way forward. You're going to fuck up again and again and again. Now, that's not to say that you keep making the same mistakes. No, no. You make a mistake, you learn from it, and you get to the next level in which there is a new lesson to be learned. So bring this back down to the girl in the coconut oil. <laughs> the girl, she's not in the coconut oil, but you know what I'm saying. You bring it back down to this girl who's in the aisle. She's getting no coconut oil. If you see this girl and you think, well, I'm just not going to go meet her because I don't want to make a mistake, well, good luck meeting anyone for the rest of your life. Good luck making any progress in any area of your life after this because it's just not going to happen, right? So that, have a look at it there. You've got a spotlight effect that could be holding you down. You've got success complexes that could be getting in your mind. You could be anti-mistake complex thing going on there. What else? What else? There's a million different things. So I, we could go forever. Let's be honest here. We could go forever on, on what it is that's stopping you in your mind from making that, that jump from going from, oh, fuck, I love this, because this is what's, this, this, listen here, guys, there are two types of people in this world, there are those of us that are wishing about what our lives could be, and there are those of us that are realizing what our lives could be, and where, and where are you, where the fuck are you, who are you, who are you on that scale, because, Listen, my job is to be the little man in a little plane or a little helicopter that hovers in between those two. I'm a little man in a little helicopter that's just hovering a little bit in between those two polar opposites, right? You got one side, you got people that are wishing about what their lives could be. Then you got on the other end, polar opposite, people that are realizing what their lives could be. See me as a little man in a little helicopter just hovering above somewhere in the middle. And for those of you that are wishing to make that jump, For those of you that want to actually transition across to being, well, I'm actually going to start realizing what my life could be. I'm there to show you the way, right? That's all that I am. That's all that I do. Forget Adam. Forget about the label. Just look about the actions of what I do. Look about, look at the the videos, look at the potos, look at all the stuff that I try and push across Instagram and, and all that stuff. All I'm trying to do is get you guys, if you wish to, if you wish to make the transition from wishing to realizing it's this way, it's this way. Hey, little flag down here. I'm going to drop you a little smoke signal. You're on your way, son. You're on your way. And I feel like, Stevs, you're on your way here. I don't feel like you're 100% in that wishing camp because the fact that you even reached out to me, it shows that you're taking your first steps towards becoming the type of person that wants to realize his life. But it's not enough for you to just talk about it. It's not enough for you to just ruminate about it and to reach out to sound minds, higher minds. That's good shit, but it's not enough. This chair is fucking with me. Here we go. What you need to do is actually, it's actually the simplest thing, right? It's the simplest thing. You just have to do the damn thing. There's nothing else other than that. There's nothing more that I can say for this. Now, because I, I, now, I need to pause here because some people might think like, well, then what's the point in diving into all these different limiting beliefs and all these different reasons for, for why someone could be holding themselves back between that threshold of wishing and realizing? Because that just helps you understand and have empathy for yourself and for others. It doesn't change anything. And I want to keep saying that. It doesn't fucking change anything. Just because you go to a psychiatrist or go to a psychologist and you have someone to the nth degree break down all the bullshit in your mind oh, see you next week, right? And see you next week, that doesn't change anything for your life. You actually have to take action, right? And how ridiculous does that sound? You actually have to take action in order to change your life. Now, everyone out there, and I'm sure Steph is out there going, well, yeah, duh. Well, if yeah, duh, why would so many people have so much of an issue with this? If it's that simple, why would so many people have an issue? Well, here it is. Because simple does not equate too easy. A lot of people tend to equate simpleness and simplicity with easy. I'm going to get this handled real quick. But then when you're met with reality, when you actually go out and in this scenario, when you actually see that girl in the coconut oil aisle and you actually see her and your heart actually starts pumping and sweat starts dripping down, knees start shaking, you get spaghetti legs, M&N starts ringing in your mind and you actually have to go up to her, well, then all of a sudden you realize that, huh, huh, Doing things that make me scared, doing things that, for whatever the reason may be, incite the highest level of fear within my being, oh, that's just actually not easy. 
And then that shit actually is what determines who I'm going to become. Well, then, now we start to understand. Now we start to actually get a real understanding for, hmm, simplicity is not ease. It's very simple to see what this guy needs to do. Steps, it's very easy for me to see what you need to do. All you need to do is hop on a 30-day challenge. And you've heard me say this. I need you. I need you right now to, after listening to this podcast, this potter right here, I need you to go into your Evernote, go into your journal, map out the next 30 days. You want to get tactical? Let's go tactical. You're going to map out the next 30 days. And what that means is day one, day two, day three, all the way down to day 30. You write it out. So you set the expectation that you are, in fact, going to complete this. And you're going to set a goal for each and every day, which is, well, for the next 30 days, I must meet at least one girl with direct intent, right? That's the bare minimum. It's the absolute bare minimum. I'm going to go up to one girl, one girl that scares the shit out of me, right? One girl that incites the feelings within me that, holy shit, this girl's attractive. She makes me want to talk to her. I'm going to go up to her and I'm just going to say, hey, that's it. That's all you need to do. Fuck. That is all you need to do. Now, let me unpack this. But Adam, is that going to get him laid? No. But Adam, is that going to get him a relationship? No. But Adam, is that going to change who he is on a fundamental level? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. I cannot make any promises about the external. I cannot make you any promises about what fruit will be received or even when it will be received or if. I cannot make any promises about that and I never will. Everyone's journey is their journey. Your journey is your journey. For some guys, they'll go out one day, they'll just have to, they'll hit the luck of the Irish, they'll meet some girl that happened to be down that day and she, and you have sex with her that day. That's some guy's journey. Some guys, they'll go down three years and not sleep with a girl, yet still making fundamental changes in their being. I know that sounds hard to believe, but trust me, I have my boots on the ground. I speak to these guys. I know guys that that is the exact story for them, where they're not the same guy they were three years ago, yet they were starting from such a low place in life that three years down the track, they still haven't managed to get sexually intimate with a girl. But that aside, they're still changing who they are. And that's like, it's so hard to get that concept into people's minds that it's not about the external fruit. Roots before fruits. It's about who you're becoming. It's about the roots that you're diving deep into this fertile soil that is you. And we're diving deep. We're growing these roots. That's what it's about. So when I'm saying to Steph right now, you're going to go out for the next 30 days and at the bare minimum, you're just going to go up to a girl that incites the feelings within you that I'm attracted to this girl. And I'm just going to say, hey, stop beyond that. Like, don't even go beyond that in your mind. Just say, I'm going to go up to one girl a day, 30 days in a row. Say, hey. Now, if you can do that for 30 days in a row, hey, you're going to have some, it's almost like, holy shit, hold on. Before I even want to get into what's going to happen, let me reset this cam. So let me paint this out for you guys. If this guy goes out for 30 days in a row, speaks to every single, not every single girl, every single day, speaks to one girl a day, just saying, hey, what's going to happen? Number one, expectations out the window. Like we were speaking about before, we were speaking before about how, what could be holding him back potentially. Well, expectations, expectations for sure. If you just set the bar so fucking low, so goddamn low that anyone could achieve this, right? That anyone could do this, right? It's the absolute minimum, which is that you just open your mouth and you communicate some verbal noise, right? That is still better than what you're currently doing. You Guys have so much of an ego about this. Guys have so much of an ego. Guys that are like, well, I want to get this shit handled. I want to go from wishing to realizing. I want to bring new girls into my life. I want to learn about social dynamics. I want to start having sex. I want to start having casual monogamous relationships, whatever it might fucking be. But, oh, you're telling me to do this baby shit? You're telling me to do this baby shit? Just going up to girls and saying, hey, that's not going to get me laid. That's not going to get me relationships. That's not going to get me to refine my social skills in any way, shape, or form. Well, maybe it's not to your expectations, but it's still better than what you're doing, motherfucker. It's still better than what you're doing for all those guys, for all those guys that have that mentality, that ego about, no, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go straight up to my 10 and I'm going to fucking lay it on her. Well, go and do it then. Go and do it and show me then. Oh, no, 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 but, but I can't, Adam. But I can't because of this limiting belief and this limiting belief and this paper wall and this paper wall in my mind. Well, then we're back at square one. We're, we're right where we started. You still haven't done anything. And no doubt, no doubt it is because of your expectations. That plays a huge role in it. Whereas if I just get, 
if I get a boot camp student coming to me, or I get a guy coming to me and says, Adam, how do I get started? You just get fucking started. And the best way to get started is with the lowest bar for criteria of success. You set your bar for criteria of success so damn low that almost anyone could get this shit done, then you are still better. Listen, listen, this is it. This is fucking it right here. Go back to that that analogy and that uh, that metaphor I was painting painting before about the wishing versus realizing, right? If you've got the camp of people that are only wishing about what they could be doing and you've got the camp of people that are realizing what they could be doing, you immediately go from wishing to realizing the moment you go and do what I just said. When you go up to one girl and you say to her, hey, you are now in the realizing camp. You have now actually taken action. You now have a real-world experience, a real-world reference to relate back to, and you are now in the camp of people that get shit done. And that will always be better. That will always, No matter how small it is, no matter how small it is, that will always be better. I would always be rather be that guy than the guy who's in the real, the wishing camp than the guy who's in the wishing camp who thinks he's so good, who thinks he could be doing this and doing that if he just changes one thing or he just bought this one more product or bought this da-da-da, whatever it is he thinks he, whatever magical bullshit he thinks it is that's going to take him to realizing, no, he's still there wishing. So don't, don't shake your head at this. Don't be thinking that's too small for me. No, nothing's too small for you if you don't even do anything. Right? Because by default, you're at zero. Everyone who's at level zero cannot shit on anyone who's at level one. That's it. Like that, that should open up your mind right then and there. If, if there's, there's nothing more I could really say that, should be, that could be more powerful than that. People who are at level zero, aka you don't do shit, you guys don't have anything on level ones. Right? Even though they're level one, they're still one level above you. They've still done one more thing than you, which is that they've actually done something, right? They've actually gone out to that girl and said, hey, now, now what's going to, so you guys might be thinking, okay, so maybe he does do that, but what's he going to, is he going to do that for another 29 days in a row? Well, what do you think else happens after that? What else do you think happens? Oh, confidence starts to come from that. Momentum starts to come from that. Hey, I actually want to start speaking to these girls and hanging in the pocket in with them. Oh, I actually realize that I'm not going to die if I go up to this girl. Oh, so then I can actually start to get my get my beak wet here, start getting in on this girl right here, and start enjoying this world of discovery, of learning about social dynamics, learning about, okay, my intent was so far off, I was like hesitating, okay, I'm going to improve upon that tomorrow, okay, I get that handled, now I notice my vocals are stifled, I know I'm going up like this, hey miss, right, okay, I've got to get that grounded, I get that fucking grounded, I'm working on this, and then all of a sudden, okay, I'm realizing that I just don't lead these interactions, and these girls are showing me that they want me to lead it. Oh, I'm going to work on my leading now. And see, it's just this is rabbit hole. Once you take one step, you want to take step two. Once you take step two, you want to take step three. And that's what guys that spend all their time in the wishing camp don't see. That's what people at level zero in life don't see. What they don't see is that level one cascades onto level two. And level two, so on. Three, four, five, six. Right? That's how life works. Life works through this spiraling the spiraling mechanism in which that confidence and momentum is a thing, right? You do one thing, even if you didn't do it that well, you still want to do it again. You want to try again because you showed yourself something that you had not seen before. And whenever you get to a place in life where you show yourself that you, of yourself, you show yourself something that you had never seen before, it's like, I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that. It happens in everything. It's like, trying a new technique in martial arts that you didn't think you could do. You never thought you could throw a high kick. You never thought you could throw a spinning heel kick. But the moment you just get a glimpse of, if it was like a shitty attempt at it, but you kind of put the piece together. And in slow motion, you kind of span, you kind of got your leg up, you kind of pulled the hook across. And like, well, if I just did this again and again and again, every single day for the next 30 days, and just kept harpering on this, I'll probably be able to throw a spinning heel kick by the end of it. It's the same shit with social dynamics. Just start small. You know, I've got one of my favorite videos on the channel, and it's actually the only video on the channel that most of you guys need to watch. It's called, All You Need to Get Started. It's one of the first videos on the channel. All You Need to Get Started, and there's an instant date uh, infield in it. No audio, because it's just one of my friends recording over phone, but one of the greatest instant dates of my life, actually. But the entire message of that video was, listen, 
All you need to get started is the first 1%. And what is the first 1%? Just go say something. Just go say something to the girl. You could say the wrong thing. You could say you completely fuck it up. You just get the shit out of her. You get the shit out of yourself. Yeah, you, it's an absolute abomination. But you're still at level one. And that that's the guy that I respect at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I respect the guy that is willing to take the first step. I don't have any respect for level zeros. And that might sound harsh. That might sound harsh that I don't have any respect for people who aren't willing to take action. But then when I say it that way, it actually makes fucking sense. I, I respect the fact that life is hard. I respect the fact that life is difficult, that environment, circumstances, shit that happened, right? Shit happens. I respect that, but I do not respect the mentality that because of that, I'm not going to take action. I don't respect that people that allow their circumstances, they allow their environment, they allow their friendship group, their family, their parents, their college, their uni, their financial position in life, their whatever, whatever it is, add on everything other bullshit excuse you could give me, right? I do not respect those that take that and then use that as a crutch to not take action because there's just so many examples of people that have it worse than you that are doing better than you. And when you can see that, when you can say that and you can see that, it's like, mm, sorry, man, we don't have a conversation here. There is no conversation beyond this. All you need to get started, Stevs, is the first 1%. For whatever the reason is in your mind, for whatever's going on in your mind where you just can't get this shit out and you can say, hey, man, I'm just a little bitch. I'm just this little old bitch right here that's just not meeting these girls. Well, you know what? Yeah, you are. And now what? And now what? Because the guys that are getting it done, the guys that are realizing their lives, they'll keep realizing. And the guys that keep wishing about what their lives can be, they'll keep wishing. So what's it going to be? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's like, that's what it is. That's what it is. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back to his message because I feel like that's the place where we need to wrap this up. It's like, is there anything more to be said after that? Yeah, I'm stuck in my mind. I need to help, I need to push. Well, you got that. <laughs> you fucking got that. Um I'm worried that if I keep I'm worried that I keep working myself and it's never good enough and I fall into the trap of okay, that's something. That's something. We could we could finish up with that. Mm-hmm. Just taking some uh, little mitsu in right here. Some water. Maybe we'll wrap on that because that's actually something a little bit different. We'll, we'll, let's wrap on that. So the final, the final bit that he put here was, I'm worried that I keep working on myself and it's never good enough. And I fall into the trap of, if only I could be dot, 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 then I'll be better. So let me bring this back down to the temple. Real, real simple here. Because I get it. I get what he's saying. Essentially what he's... Oh, hold up. Let me get this timer. Essentially what he's saying... Oh, before I do, let me reset this cam. Good timing. Essentially what he's saying there is the age-old question of why should I do anything? Like, why should I better myself at all? Because it's it will never be done. The journey will never be over. The path will never be done. The building of the temple will never be complete. So why would I even engage in this life at all? Stevs, that's the question you're asking me there. And you know what my answer is? Is I don't know. I don't know why you would engage in this life. All I know is for me why I would engage in this life. I go to every single day working on my temple, building on this temple, constructing this building so that I can better construct a way to help others construct their buildings, right? That's why I get after it. I get after it because I take such fulfillment and pleasure, per pleasure, pleasure. I take so much fulfillment and pleasure in guiding others on their journeys of self-cultivation that that's why that gives me every reason in this life to be able to get after my own temple because the better temple I have, the better I am, the better I am to be able to instruct and the better I am to be able to guide others. You know, that's just, that, that's what it is for me, but that isn't what it is for you and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be for anyone, Right. The reason why you've never heard anyone else say it in that exact way is because no one else is me. So when you're asking me here, and when you're coming in here, you feel like, you know, you just keep working on yourself and it's never good enough. You know, why is it Why is it that Adam, um, why is it that I would never feel that way? Is because that to me is a losing mentality. That to me is a resentful mentality in which that you resent the process of development. You resent the process, which in fact never has an end, right? If if you come into this journey, and so let's look at this. Let's paint this out for you. It's day one of the journey. 
right? You rock up on the start line and all you can see in front of you is just this never-ending path. This never-ending path ahead of you that's winding. And you're standing next to me and you're going, that? Oh, that? You want me to walk down that? Where does it end? And I look at you and I just shake my head. I'm shaking my head because I'm going, hey, listen, man, it doesn't end. This journey will just keep on going. And actually, the better you get, the more difficult it gets because it needs to keep refining you. That's what the nature of the path is. The nature of this journey is, is that the only way to grow is by facing greater and more difficult challenges. That's the only way you get better. You don't get better. You don't get to step 10 by going, and you're at step five, by going back to step three. You go to step six, then seven, then eight. It's always escalation. It's always evolution. So you can't resent the process for that because it doesn't change the process. The fact that you resent the process doesn't change the process. The fact that you feel like you'll always have to be working on yourself and getting better, that's what excites me about the process. The fact that I'll never be done. The fact that I will get to 90 years old and I'll be... I'll still be waking up every single day going, oh shit, there's still something to be done. That excites me. That makes me go. The the fact that I'll be 90 years old and there'll be a girl that I walk up on in the coconut aisle, right? I'm 24 years old right now. I'm seeing that girl in the coconut aisle. I'm still working on how to do it better with her. I'm still working on how I can manage this girl better and how to manage my masculine to feminine energy play between me and her. I'm still managing that at 24 years old. At 90 years old, I will still see a girl in the coconut oil aisle and I'll still see her and I'll still be going, hmm, how can I do this better? The process is there to help you evolve into the best person you could possibly become. That's what it's there for. And that's why you don't have to engage in it because that's it here. This is where we're going to wrap up. Really think about what I just said. No one's forcing you to go down this journey. No one's forcing you to go down this path of development. You chose this and you can choose to get off. I see this again and again. I see guys that maybe hopped on the path. They hopped off on the journey. Then all of a sudden they they were met with a mountain along the journey which they could not surmount. They could not surmount with whatever the reason, the tools they had at the time, their mentalities at the time, they just or they just didn't have the sheer will to better get up over this mountain along this path. Hey, and then they got to peace out. And then they, they peace out from the journey. They peace out from the path of development. And they might come back a year later. They might come back two years later, six months later, and they feel like they're a different person. They've had some time to think about it. And they want to give it another go. That could be your journey as well. Or that could be your way of going about it as well. But it doesn't. you see that it doesn't change anything. Like it, the, the path and the process will always be there for you. It will always be there for you. And it is not beckoning you. It is not forcing you to do anything other than that which you choose to do. And that's it. That's it. So it's like you're left thinking, what now? What now? Let's let's summarize it. What now is you have to make a choice. Am I actually going to do the first 1%, which is just take action? Even if, even if the action I take is so rudimentary to the point where I'm just going up to girls and just saying, hey, that's still better than what you're doing right now, which is nothing, right? So there's that. There's the tactics of it. Set yourself a challenge. Get on that. But on a much more deeper level, macro level way, you need to change your mindset around what the journey is. Like you're resenting the journey. I can feel it in that message. Whether you want to admit it or not, I can feel it. You need to come to grips with the fact that the journey will never be over. It'll never be done. And you have to get excited about that. If you can't get excited about the fact that the journey will never end until the day you die, and that's when your journey goes into something else, which we don't even know the, what the hell goes on after that. If you can't get excited about that, then you will keep crashing. You will crash after three months. You will crash after six months. You will get burnt out after five years going, fuck, I'm still not where I want to be. Of course, motherfucker, because you'll never be where you want to be because there's always the next level. There's always the better version of you. There's always some better mentality, better action to be taken, a better way you can handle this, a better way that you can come to this girl, this guy, your family, these business relationships, your body, your reading, everything, everything in this life. It can only get better from here. It can only get better if you choose to take this path. So, I just wanted to take a breath just to feel that, you know. Just take a breath to feel that, right? It's so exciting. It's just so exciting to me. It's not to say life's not tough. It's not to say that the challenges in the mountains won't be there. No, that's the path. But I think what's so exciting is that 
No one's forcing you to do this. No one's forcing you to do it. So don't complain about it. And don't complain about it if you don't choose to do it either. That's why I want to wrap this up. So if you guys got anything from this potter, please share it with someone else. All right. Let me know your feedback. Drop me a message. Slide me a DM like Stevs did here on Instagram. At Uwitang1, Tang one uh, Drop a comment down below if you're on YouTube. Drop me your thoughts. Just drop some love. Drop some thumbs up. That type of stuff. I really appreciate your feedback. Helps me keep going with this stuff. Just know someone else out there is getting some benefit other than me. And if you guys want to dive deeper, I've got three things for you. Three cheeky plugs here at the end. Uh, Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game. Cheeky ebook. It's an action guide. Not meant to be read. Just meant to guide you along your 30-day challenge of day game. All right? Go out there. It's a Crash Course to Kick-Ass Day Game. Right? That's on the website. Uh, booking one-on-one Skype calls. That shit's deep. You guys can do that on the website. Links to that down below. Bulldozer.com. And then, of course, booking boot camps. If you guys want to take it to the real level. That true deep level. Where I really have the path illuminated for you. Look at what you actually need to get done. Then you can book those inquiries. Serious inquiries only. Down below. Oh, shit. I feel like now, after that deep breath, it's like, I just had that release. I had that release. We've just been firing off, firing off, and now I've gone to release. So, I've got to leave you guys here. And I just wish you the best. Whatever you choose to do. Stevs, whatever you choose to do. I won't judge you, and no one else has the right to judge you, because there's only one way to live this life, and that's the way you choose to see fit. For me, the way I see fit is with no regrets. There's only one way to live this life for me, and that is with no regrets, which is the paradox, which is in fact that there is only one way to live this life, right? <laughs> for me, anyway, for me. So, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Domanegato gozaimasu. And I wish you the best. Gambatte, ne? Much peace and much joy. Yeah.